Dante Greco. Dante is a really smart guy. Ladies love Dante. Look at that face. Dante Greco. Dante was me, yours truly. I'm gonna come. Good Friday to you, brethren. It's the Dante Greco Show. We're live. We're talking about all the crazy news happening today. Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, bashed in the head with a hammer. A suspect broke in, wanted to know where Nancy was. Sounds like he tied up Paul. By the way, what a rough year Paul is having. First, he gets a DUI. Now this. Tied Paul up. Tried to get some stock tips out of him. No, that's not confirmed. They tied Paul up, and apparently they waited until the cops came before he attacked Paul. It's a very weird story. There's a lot of stuff that's not quite adding up. I don't want to get conspiratorial because it's very easy to do that. You know, it's a fog of war type of thing. Information's coming out. We don't know what's real, what's fake. The story is being dribbled out as we speak but it, it it is very weird it sounds like he tr- he tried to tie paul up and either paul had a hammer it was paul's hammer so paul was probably using the hammer to defend himself maybe trying to keep the guy calm until the cop showed up because of uh what i'm assuming is an alarm system that was tripped cops show up the guy goes we're waiting for nancy let me let me click on the the link He goes, we're waiting for Nancy. And then during the scuffle, there, there was a scuffle, and he hits Paul in the head. Then the cops tackled him and, and brought him down. Not down, like shot him down. He somehow survived, but they, they took him down. His name is David DePap, DePape, DePapi, David DePapi, DePape, DePape, David DePape, 42. What a horrible name. D-Pape. D-Pape. Don't tell me he's Italian. I don't need this blight on my proud Italian race. David DiPape, 42. Broke into their $6 million San Francisco home. He fractured Paul's skull. That's the other weird thing. All day today, they were saying Paul was getting brain surgery. Now, when I go back, the headline on Drudge is skull surgery. Because they said initially, oh, he, Paul's expected to make a, a full recovery. So you think, okay, maybe he's got like a black eye or something. Then all of a sudden he's getting brain surgery. That sounds serious. Skull surgery. Paul Pelosi undergoes surgery on skull after maniac's hammer attack. The doctors reportedly expect the 82-year-old to recover from his injuries. Sounds dicey. Sounds like it could go either way just based on his age. Uh, He had a skull fracture and serious injuries to his right arms and hands. Yeah, a hammer hurts. You ever just picked up a hammer and just like comic, like for fun, lightly hit yourself with it? That fucking hurts. An 82-year-old man's skull, that would be like bashing through a rotting pumpkin. Jesus. Uh. Speaker Pelosi was in D.C. at the time. Fucking idiot. Like, this is your one attempt to do this, DePape, and you don't even check 
to find out whether she's in D.C. or not. And by the way, I, you know, maybe I shouldn't even say that. That's stupid. I think, you know what? I'm not I'm not speculating in a way to help this guy. It's just it drives me crazy when I see dumb people who don't do like a little bit of homework, don't have a little more attention to detail. I guess that's why they're dumb, because they don't do that. But you would think or maybe not. You know, apparently I'll get to this guy's background. That might explain why he has no idea what the fuck is going on. He just knows where the Pelosi's live. David DePepe, DePepe, allegedly ambushed Pelosi in his San Francisco home shouting, where is Nancy? Upon discovering that she was in D.C., he tried to tie up Paul and wait until Nancy got home. That would be a long time. Police officers responded around 2.30 a.m. and they encountered Pelosi and DePepe struggling over a hammer. This is him. Fucking loser face. Balding loser. You know, going bald doesn't mean you're a loser. But just look at that. Like, mm, apparently, he is a... Hold on. Let me let me get to his background in a second. He got hold of the tool and ban, began beating Pelosi with it until the police were able to get him off and arrested him. Wonder why they didn't shoot him in this situation. Could it be his skin color? I don't know. I'm not going to make that. I'm not, I'm not going to be that guy. But uh, who knows what was actually going on in the home? What it, maybe they're thinking like, fuck, we take a shot at this guy. We don't want to kill Paul Pelosi with a cop's bullet. Imagine that uproar because people already think that the cops are right wingers. And then it would just be a whole firestorm. Did they purposely kill Speaker Pelosi's husband? Was this some kind of January 6th, part two? DePop was taken to Zuckerberg, San Francisco General, Friday morning. Is that Mark Zuckerberg, San Francisco General? Let me see. Zuckerberg's like 33 years old. Already got a hospital named after him. Not that he doesn't have the money to, of course. Although he did just lose $100 billion over 13 months. Yikes. He's only worth $69.8 billion. Sad. Uh, Zuckerberg. San Francisco General Hospital. Five years ago, Zuckerberg and his wife Priscilla Chan gave $75 million to the general hospital. Okay, so that makes sense. It's just kind of weird. You know, usually the hospital is named after somebody who died a long time ago and left the money to them, but it's good. Getting back to it. Um, he was a hemp jewelry maker, this guy. San Francisco, the San Francisco treat. Hemp jewelry maker. And he lived with nudist activists in the liberal enclave of Berkeley and was best man at a 2013 nudist wedding. So this is a guy, you know, yes, on his social media, he posted conspiracy theories. He posted about January 6th, you know. However, I think this is just another mentally disturbed person. I don't think he's connected to some network of MAGA extremists. He's not part of any group. I highly doubt. It sounds like the guy is one of those lost soul types. He's living in a nudist enclave in Berkeley. He's 42 years old. 
10 years ago, nine years ago, he was the best man at a nudist wedding. That puts him at what, 33? 33 is too old to be uh, a new. Like, it's one thing if you're super wealthy. There was some football player, I think, a couple months back who came out and said that he and his wife were nudists. And they like going to nudist colonies and just enjoyed that lifestyle. Uh, uh, being a 33-year-old or a 42-year-old hemp jewelry-making nudist does not carry the same connotation. If you're rich, you're going to Bohemian Grove or you're going to some fancy nudist beach in the south of France. It's like, okay, it's a lifestyle. Here, it's like your life is completely off track. And these are the type of people who get sucked into the conspiracies the most and do this type of thing. But this is not a coordinated hit. The guy didn't even know, getting back to what I said earlier, he didn't even know Nancy Pelosi wasn't at the house. He just decided to go in that night. You would think if this was some kind of production, he would have some some higher level intel and he would have showed up when Nancy was there. That's why I lean on the side of this guy was just a crazy San Franciscan. By the way, everyone thinks San Francisco shit now, but I remember uh, I re remember reading about George Harrison of the Beatles went to San Francisco in 1968 to go to Haight-Ashbury where all the hippies were hanging out thinking he was going to find some wonderful hippie peace and love Shangri-La. He said back in 68 at the height of the hippie movement, it was just a bunch of crazy, dangerous, burnout, hard drug taking, you know, losers. He didn't use the word losers, but... It's always been that way. It's a mecca for this type of person. I can't believe when I looked at the house. Um, let me see if I can find some pictures in this article. When they arrested the pape, they found a manifesto that contained anti-government COVID beliefs. Check. And a list of other politicians he planned to target. Check. He's a former nudist from British Columbia. Wow. Struggled with drugs. Okay. Posted crazed COVID conspiracy theories. Anti-Semitic rants. Okay. So far he sounds like Kanye West. Racist slurs and unhinged screeds on religion online. Again, just like I said about being a nudist, it's a lifestyle that you're rich. If you're rich, it's a fringe disturbing behavior if you're poor. Uh, posting COVID conspiracy theories, anti-Semitic rants, racist slurs, and unhinged screeds on religion online. If you're a famous rapper, people don't like it, but it's like, you know, you'll have some supporters here. It just sounds, just makes you sound even crazier. I don't even know if that's that good of a point that I'm making. What am I saying? Kanye's lost $2 billion in one day. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, that, that was a bad point. I'm going to cut that out of the replay. Okay. Including attempted homicide. Yeah, everyone's calling this horrible. You know, Mitch McConnell called it horrible. Even Meghan McCain called it horrible. Uh, he ended up in the Berkeley area, an ultra-liberal enclave of the city, where he lived in a three-bedroom Victorian flat with famed nudist activist Gypsy Taub and a group who believed 9-11 was an inside job. Well, that's not that crazy. We can't use 9-11 as the barometer. I don't necessarily think it was an inside job myself. I don't think that the towers were remote. Uh, what, what do they call it? 
It wasn't an engineered demolition. Same with Tower 7. I think, as always, it's either something was information was known and things were allowed to happen, or it's usually people in government fucking up and then trying to cover up their tracks. Like they did find that in the run up to 9 11, the FBI and the CIA were not sharing information. They had some kind of weird rivalry going on because of that. They couldn't cross reference. A lot of uh, a lot of things that maybe could have uh, allowed them to figure out who these hijackers were going to be and what the plan was ahead of time. And then the conspiracy is like they're just trying to cover their own ass. So they cover things up. They try to hide documentation. It's it's all there. Okay. His social media showed he posted conspiracy theories about the origins of the COVID epidemic, about the validity of the 2020 election. Check, check. And on January 6th, insurrection on Capitol Hill. Check. I'm surprised he wasn't there. He should have flown out. All right. He looks upset. Paul's had a rough year. Everyone's getting on. He and Nancy about all the stock trading I'm not going to call it insider trading, even though it's kind of what it is. Um, all the money they're making, people are catching on to that. I wonder if that was part of David's motivation. Yeah, look at this house. It's just like in a neighborhood. It's not in a gated community. Like I know maybe they're trying to portray some kind of man of the people, woman of the people. We're part of your community thing. And I'm sure it's in a nice area, but especially in a city like that, just in general, in American politics today, it's not safe for the politicians to live somewhere accessible. Now, I'm not talking about your local city council or, you know, mayor of a small town or whatever, but like if you're in the big leagues, you gotta get some protection. You can't be that exposed to the streets. Because it was 2.30 a.m. Paul was there alone. Nancy wasn't there. I don't know what their normal security detail is like. But, you know, that sounds like the perfect time where guard is going to be let down. Perfect situation, too. And uh, that's when a maniac like this will strike. So. Anyways. Oh, yeah, this guy's pretty racist. Uh, he wrote unhinged entries on how Jews hate whites. That's this weird thing that Jewish people aren't white. Are they or are they not? I don't know. You know, I don't even want to touch on that. I have no idea. I'm just Italian. Trump, you need to make Tulsi your VP in 2024. Yeah, everyone loves Tulsi Gabbard right now. Hopefully this guy wasn't some Joe Rogan fan gone crazy. They're all about Tulsi. All right, that's enough of him. Let's talk about the Twitter takeover. Um, first of all, O.J. Simpson is excited about Elon taking Twitter over, and he has a request. 
Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Let me start off today by congratulating Elon Musk taking over Twitter. Uh, maybe I can get authenticated. Maybe I can get a blue check. I've tried for years to get that blue check because there's so many fake O.J. Simpson accounts. One of them is the real O.J. Simpson, and uh, instead of an O, they have a zero. In any event, there have been a bunch of them, and from time to time, people would say, why did you say this? And i say, I didn't say it. That was one of those fake accounts. And I'm sure a lot of people probably deal with that. Uh, so maybe that will come to an end. Maybe that's what held up the sale, too, so many fake accounts. It was all the fake OJ accounts were holding up the sale. Elon needed to verify how many of those OJ accounts were, were Orenthal and how many were fake. Uh I think that's a good, I think OJ deserves to be verified. There's no good reason why OJ shouldn't be verified, honestly. And this is kind of the crux of the problem with the way that Twitter was run before when um, the two people, I forget their names. Uh, I could pull them up, but you, you know, Agrawal and, and Vadade, I think are their names. Anyways, the woman who banned Trump and who suppressed the Hunter Biden story on Twitter, who made the uh, the content decisions, O.J. Simpson deserves a blue check mark because he is a celebrity, and that's kind of the criteria. It's like if you get well known enough that people start making spoof accounts of you, then they verify you. Um, I'm not at that point yet. I've tried to get verified on Instagram, on Twitter. I, you know, I keep telling them I'm ex TMZ. Well, at the time, TMZ producer, now ex TMZ producer, I got this show. They don't care. It's very hard to get through to them. It's a very elite club. You know, I hope that changes too in Elon's reign. But OJ, just based on, you know, the most simple uh, requirements, deserves a blue check mark. Yes, he probably killed his wife and Ron Goldman. But he wasn't convicted of that. He was convicted of keeping people in a hotel room so he could get his memorabilia back. And he went to jail for nine years. And, you know, that's it. Give the man his blue check mark. So I am in the rare position of supporting OJ. I don't normally do it. I only do it once a year around the holidays. Um, but, yeah, Elon has officially taken over. Now, everyone is wondering... The big question, really, what got people so excited about Elon taking Twitter over? It's not about our own free speech. It's not about, you know, opening up the airwaves, so to speak. Everyone just wants to know, is Donald Trump going to come back to Twitter? And Trump has responded. And the answer is no. Donald Trump gave an interview to Fox Digital where he said that he is staying on Truth Social. Former President Trump sticking to his assertion that he won't be back. I'm staying on Truth. I like it better. I like the way it works. I like Elon, but if I, I'm staying on Truth. Uh, I don't believe this. I think he's just waiting to see. Now, Elon came out today and made a statement that the... Um, there aren't going to be any content changes. All right. Give me one second here. OJ, we're done with you. Ugh, son of a bitch. All right. Whatever. Um, Elon came out and made a statement 
saying that they're not going to do any major. Uh, um, all right. So, sorry. Just give me one second. I want to get this right. The one tweet. I got like 30 tabs opened up. The one that I don't is one of the most important. Okay. Let's just take a look at some of his tweets while we're here. Since he has uh, taken taken back Twitter. Freed the bird. The bird is now free. That was what his tweet was after taking over. Comedy is now legal on Twitter. Uh, these two guys pretended that they were Twitter employees and got laid off. That's kind of a funny story. The media fell for a layoff hoax. These two guys said they were engineers who were let go by Twitter. And they looked just like them. This guy with the white, with the sunglasses, not sunglasses, the glasses and the mustache. Rahul Ligma is not among the Twitter employees axed by the Bird App's new owner. People believed it. This woman, Deirdre Bosa, it's happening. Entire team of data engineers let go. These are two of them. Um, for the uninitiated, Ligma sets up a joke for Ligma balls. Lick my balls. Raul Ligma. Okay. Hilarious stuff, by the way. All right. Let me see what these guys. The pranksters littered their interviews with strange pop culture references. Ligma was holding Michelle Obama's book as he claimed Michelle Obama wouldn't have happened if Elon Musk owned Twitter. That's funny. They were worried about the future of democracy and celebrity conservatorship. They also told reporters they drove Tesla cars and didn't know if they would be able to make any more payments. All right. Forget the Ligmas. Let's get back to Elon. God damn it. I need a better organizing system. Okay. He said Twitter will be forming a content moderation council with widely diverse viewpoints. No major content decisions or account reinstatements will happen before that cancel council convenes. We don't know when that's going to be. He didn't give a timeline. So everyone was expecting that Trump was going to come back today and like, you know, take us all into the weekend with excitement. And by the way, I don't want to come off like I'm some Trump supporter or hater. I'm an impartial news observer. Can't deny that the guy made Twitter more interesting, though. I think they've even like been able to measure that. I was I, somewhere I heard that Twitter was kind of on its way out and then he breathed new life into it. And when they got rid of him, you know, all of a sudden a lot of interest was lost in it. So, again, I stand by my assertion that people are more excited to see Trump come back, including the liberals on Twitter. All these liberals saying, oh, we're going to leave if Trump comes back to Twitter. I hate, you know, but now they're like, you know what? If he's coming back, I'm ready to take him on. I'm not leaving. Are you? They love it. It gives them a career. It gives them something to talk about every single day. I remember when I was working, it gave me something to talk about every day. I could always, you know, at the height of the Trump administration, I would always look and say, what did Trump do today? How can I get a soundbite on that? What celebrity can I interview about what Trump said today? It was the greatest time. Not for the country, but just for 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 me personally. Um so yeah, he says he's staying truth, staying on Truth Social, but I, I don't believe, I don't think he'll stay there long. I think he's going to have to come back to Twitter. 
he's not going to be able to resist the massive audience that he'll have there, especially if he's going to ramp up for another run. You know, we'll see after the midterms, which are what a week away. Um, I, I think we'll be seeing Trump back before the end of the year, maybe even before Thanksgiving. You know, he'll, he can still post on Truth Social. Maybe Truth Social will be like his Patreon or, um, you know, like a, you be like his super followers. You get extra exclusive Trump content on Truth Social. And then the basic stuff is uh, for Twitter. Be like Tim Dillon does his YouTube show for free, but then he's got his Patreon show you pay five bucks a month for. So, yeah, that's the big question. The question as of now has been an answer, been answered as a no from Donald Trump. So don't get your hopes up. Um, everyone else, though, is coming back. Where was that article that I found? Racist anti-Semitic tweets quickly spread after Musk Twitter takeover. Well, that's because they let Kanye back on. Ah, just kidding. But they did let him back on. Kanye is apparently back on Twitter. To my knowledge, he has not tweeted yet. We'll be monitoring the situation. All right, let's read some of these tweets. Why not? It's not dangerous for me, a white man, to be reading racist anti-Semitic tweets on camera for someone to cut up and use out of context later, right? Nothing risky about that. Uh, user Twitter has yet to announce any official changes to the site's content moderation. Users reportedly appeared emboldened to push the limits following the takeover using racist, anti-Semitic, and homophobic slurs. Some users tweeted out entire posts that repeated one racial slur over and over in all caps, while others posted Nazi memes. I mean, this is what everyone was worried about. Taylor Lorenz, the reporter who gets upset at people that come after her on the internet. She said it was like the gates of hell have been opened. Um, Elon now controls, controls Twitter. Unleash the racial slurs, one user wrote, according to the post. Yeah, I mean, I think even Elon is going to have to find some kind of filter for that because advertisers don't want to put their ads alongside the N-word. They don't want it. You're not going to see, you know, Lay's potato chips, you know, in a promo tweet in between someone talking about the Jewish media and someone talking about, you know, black people. It's not going to work out. It's not going to be a good business plan. I mean, Elon's probably going to find out what the Twitter people did as well. However, the people in charge of Twitter, you know, it was it was time. It was time to move on. It's like Clemenza says in The Godfather. These things got to happen every five, ten years, ten years or so. It helps to get rid of the bad blood. You got to get rid of that leadership every once in a while. They were done. They didn't have any more original ideas about what to do with Twitter, what to do with free speech. It'll be refreshing. I'm happy he bought it. It's something interesting going on. It's going to shake things up. Yes, there will be racist, Nazi, homophobes, and transphobes on Twitter, and they'll feel emboldened for a little while. But everyone gets sick of that stuff anyway. There's nobody, even a racist, can't subsist on a diet of just racist content. You get sick of it. You need something else. You just need to laugh, you know, or, you know, watch sports. 
it, it, there might be a, a burst of it now, but I don't see it. Like the, the people that are going to do that, we're finding ways to do it anyway. There's not like all of a sudden the whole country is going to be like, oh, we can finally be racist oh, on Twitter. Whew. Been waiting a couple of years for that. I wonder if he'll let Alex Jones back. Alex Jones has been kicked off of everything. That's one guy who could use a couple platforms if the uh, Sandy Hook families ever want to see any of that billion dollars. That would be bigger than Trump. Would that be bigger than Trump? No. No, Alex Jones is not as popular as Trump. It's not going to move the needle as much. However, it might be a more controversial decision to let Alex Jones back on. I'll be watching that closely. Okay. Anything else going on with Twitter before I move on? Caitlyn Jenner, Fox contributor. Can you hear this? Is anybody watching? It, it appears that there's a few people watching this live stream. I want to know, because I've had this issue before. Kafifa. Yeah, exactly. The 11-11. Twitter's boring without Trump. Kafifa. I Honestly, it is. Yes. Is there more disinformation amplified? Of course. But you can't deny that the guy said some funny stuff on there. I think we've all learned our lesson now. It's like everyone got like really hot. It was like when he was on Twitter and he was the president, it was like the whole country was uh, addicted to drugs, you know, the Trump drug. I think we've learned our lesson. Can't go too far in either direction. Um, it's not going to be the same. It's not Nothing's going to be like the first time. It's never going to be like it used to be. Uh, let's just, you know, just do your do your research, as they say. Okay, let's hear from the beautiful. Wow, look at that beautiful face right there, Caitlin. Oh my goodness, can you even see that? All right. Why this home wasn't better protected is kind of beyond me. I mean, in light of the status of uh, he's married to what the second person in line for the presidency, seems like Pelosi needs to reevaluate. Um, and especially uh, her uh, uh, security, especially in a violent city of San Francisco. I've spent a lot of time up in San Francisco, and it is violent. Okay, so I did not watch this before I made my statement, but I guess Caitlin and I think alike. That house is way too unsecure. It's just on the street. I mean, no matter what, if some crazed hemp-farming nudist Oh, great. Thank you, 1111. Perfect. You can hear the video, too? Um, you can't hear the video. Oh, shit. All right. Well, Caitlin basically said what I said. I'm going to have to fix that for the next broadcast. Thank you for the feedback. Um, Caitlin said what I said. You do need more security. Now, is that the only thing? No. Should tensions be brought down in this country, especially with politicians? Yes, of course. But God damn it. The house is just sitting on the street. And you can't stop a maniac. If a maniac wants to get to you, they will. Unless you're like the president or you're, you know, Beyonce or you got 24-hour security. Uh, it's very tough. Very tough. Okay. Now, here's something I wanted to talk about. Uh, oh, remember President Obama talks like that. He goes, uh, here's something I wanted to talk about. Will Smith is making a comeback, and I like to see it. I'll be honest. Here's why. 
I don't like when people do something and then they have to disappear forever. And in the old days, you that's kind of what happened because you didn't have social media. That is one of the pluses of social media. People can still control their own narrative to an extent, or they can at least not be totally silenced unless they get kicked off Twitter. Okay, fine. We, we get that. But um, it's just great to see guys like Will Smith or Alec Baldwin. People now it's, I'm not going to say it's great to see Kevin Spacey get back to work, but apparently he's back to work too. Um, so it's not great to see Kevin Spacey back to work. I want to be clear, but guys like Kevin Spacey, Will Smith, Alec Baldwin, in the old days, that was it. They had these big scandals. Like I didn't think we were going to see Alec Baldwin ever again, or like for several years, you know, maybe in a few years, he'd give an interview talking about how tough it's been. I didn't think we'd ever hear another episode of his podcast. Here's the thing, but he went right back to work making movies. And posting. He had a great summer in the Hamptons. He posted like every every day from his backyard on Instagram. He did his little Instagram shows. Um, Kevin Spacey went back to work. Now Will Smith after the slap. I mean, that was only earlier this year. He's back at it, showing his movie to the people. He's going around and uh, he went to the Lakers to show them his new movie Emancipation, where he plays uh, a slave who gets uh, emancipated okay that's just a guess i thought that was in the article never mind but anyways he's going and talking to people and showing him the movie um it's a great idea it's great for him to be back on the scene he slapped the guy yes but it's really personal between him and chris he and Chris ultimately at this point need to work it out. We've all had our fun with it, but it's not affecting our lives anymore. And the Academy punished him. They kicked him out of there for 10 years. 10 years. I mean, he's still going out. I bet you know, he could win an Oscar this year. I think he could still win an Oscar. He just can't show up. So I, I like that he's taking his own redemption arc. You know, same with Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's a guy who was supposed to vanish into Bolivian as he said, 20 years ago. And instead, he's had a brilliant second act. So Will Smith was there at the Lakers facility. And uh, I don't normally talk sports on my show, but I am a Laker fan, and uh, I want to take this opportunity to say a couple things about them. First of all, I'll make the same joke everyone else was making, but I wish that Will Smith had slapped the general manager of the Lakers, Rob Palenka, we're not shipping Russell Westbrook out of here already. LeBron James, you need to demand a trade. I'm a fan of LeBron. I'm a fan of the Lakers. They're wasting your twilight years. Get out. Demand a trade. Go somewhere else where you can win a title. It's not going to work here. Okay? That's my, my sports thing. But for Will, by the way, I think a good idea for him to keep winning people over is like he should just go around to other celebrities. Like he's going to the Lakers practice facility. He's showing the film to um, Floyd Mayweather and other celebs. He should do a thing where he goes around and shows up at other celebrities' houses and asks them to slap him. Kind of like how David Blaine used to show up at people's house and do magic tricks for them. I think that would really, if he just showed, hey, it's me, Will Smith. I want to show you my new movie and talk about it. But first, could you slap me in the face and put that out with a sense of humor about it? I think I think he gets another nomination next year for Emancipation if he does that. And Chris Rock, by the way, 
Chris Rock fan. I like him, but you know, I'm still annoyed that he hasn't really made a public statement on this. I know he's talked about it a little bit at his live shows, but come on. It's not that nobody even cares anymore. You should have sat down if you were going to do the sit down with, you know, Gail King or whoever handles the serious interviews these days with people. You should have done it already. It's almost like now you look bad. You're being too sensitive about it. You got slapped at the Oscars. Big deal. You're famous. Like when you're famous, like Will and Chris and Jada and everyone there, it's a different world. You know, it's like your own little fraternity and we're just watching it. So who, who the fuck cares? Come on out. Um, but yeah, Will is coming back. I think he's doing the right thing. I think it's time and I'm happy to see him not disappearing. I'm happy he didn't stop working. Um, he didn't kill anybody. Hopefully he's still verified on Twitter. And, uh, I'm, I'm just pleased. Okay. What else? What else is going on out there in this world? Uh, Donda Academy is closing. I'm kind of sick of talking about Kanye. I think we all are. Uh, you want to feel bad for the kids, but like, can you really feel bad for the kids? Like their parents sent them here. I don't know. I feel bad for the kids. Okay, here's what I feel bad about. I feel bad that the kids were sent there in the first place. You're not going to get a serious education at the Donda Academy. Like every idea Kanye has, it's like half thought out. And then he just try and then it, it goes nowhere. Like this is not gonna this is not an accredited university. This is like going to ITT Tech. Donda Academy. It closed, it reopened. What are they telling the kids? Kids, the principal hates Jewish people. And because he expressed that, he has to shut the school down and you're all going home early today. I think they're better off. I think this is actually a good thing. Put those kids in a real school. I know they're probably the children of rich Calabasians and you know other famous people that Kanye knows. So they can go to whatever school. They're going to be homeschooled. They're going to be fine. But it's just look at that. That looks like they're working at the Foxconn factory. Everything with Kanye, I don't dig his whole homeless aesthetic that he keeps trying to push. You know, everyone wearing these like the all black clothes or the, the tan clothes. It's just like very bland. It's very North Korea. He's like a Kim Jong-un. I know he loves Hitler, but he's like a Kim Jong-un. It's strange. And look at the bare walls. Uh, is it supposed to look that shitty? Or is that the design? Where is this, a warehouse in downtown LA? It looks like he's running a sweatshop in there. A sweatshop with rich, famous kids. So it's a good thing. Shut it down. I don't know, what's the lesson plan there? Okay, let's just do a quick little roundup before we wrap things up here. We're going to do a quick little roundup of the news. There's Harvey Levin, my old boss. Hey, dude. Anything else going on? 
Brady, I talked about that a bunch, you know, Tom Brady and Giselle have divorced. So she didn't take my advice about talking to Savannah James, LeBron James's wife about how to deal with an all time great athlete for a husband who's going on his 20th or in her case, 23rd year in the league and how to make that work life balance, um, uh, a winning combination. She just left. And he feels stupid, of course, because the team sucks now and he's losing. So it's just a, a whole negative thing. Um, all right. Well, you know, there's no reason to drag this out if I don't have anything interesting to say. I don't want to waste your time. So I'm going to say thank you. I'm going to say good night and like, share, subscribe. And I will be back uh, maybe Monday. Halloween episode? Maybe Monday, yeah. Anyways, this is the Dante Greco Show signing off. Goodbye. Dante Greco. Dante is a really smart guy. Ladies love Dante. Because I wanted hair. Look at that face. Dante Greco. Dante was me yours truly. I'm going to come.